Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. So let's pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can learn from you. We are encouraged. We are exhorted. We are built up by your word, by your Holy Spirit, Lord. We want to grow. We have not arrived. We're still far away from being like Jesus Christ, far away from being like Peter and Paul in that generation. We still have a long way to go. We want to grow up spiritually. We want to be strong and mature Christian. We want to be fruitful and victorious soldier of Christ in this generation, Lord, so that we can expand your kingdom. Lord, teach us. We're hungry. We want to grow and we want to learn, Father. Change us by your word, Lord, in the wonderful name of Yeshua Hamakshik. Amen. Amen. This morning we learned about the word covering. And let me review a little bit by reading Isaiah chapter 25 again from verses 1 to 5. Isaiah 25. Oh Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name for you have done wonderful things. Your counsels of all are faithfulness and truth. For you have made city a ruin. Our God is a God of blessing and a God of judgment as well. When people rebel against God or become enemy of God's people, He can judge them and they become ruined. They got punished by God. You have made a city a ruin, a fortified city a ruin. No matter how great you are, how smart you are, if you are against God, one day you can face judgment. A palace of foreigners to be a city no more. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore, the strong people will glorify you. The city of the terrible nations will fear you. We need to have the fear of God. For you have been a strength to the poor. In fact, the Bible means the protection to the poor. Are you poor in the spirit? Are you hungry for God? You think you have arrived? Do you think that you already, oh, I'm great. No, I still need more of God. I'm poor in my spirit. I need more of God. A strength, a protection to the needy in his distress. A refuge from the storm. We face the storm. He is our refuge. A shade from the heat. He protects us from the heat of the problems in life. For the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall. He is the wall. When the devil sends the storm to us, bam, bows off. Because we have the wall around us. You will reduce the noise of aliens. He will reduce the noise of demons and our enemies. As heat in a dry place. As heat in the shadow of a cloud. He is like a cloud. Shadow us that the heat from the enemy from demons and Satan, from curses and bad people on earth, cannot burn us and destroy us. You can see the whole scripture here is about God's protection. It's about God's covering. 
the secret place of the Most High, the shadow of the Almighty. I mentioned this morning that when the children of Israel were delivered by God out of the slavery in Egypt, they came out. At that time, before they left, God sent plagues to really threaten and destroy the people in Egypt. Flies and frogs and all kinds of plagues and blood in the water. But it's amazing in the same country, but in the land of Goshen, flies were not there. The water did not become blood. Cattle did not die. Only outside the wall of God, outside the land of Goshen, that the plagues swept through the land and people die, animals die. Why? Because God protected his people in the land of Goshen. I don't care what kind of weapons, what kind of rule and law that the devil tried to use to attack you and me. They cannot touch us. If we are the people who love God, who obey God, who have faith in his protection and declare from our mouth that he is my God and my protection. We can live in the safe place of the Most High. You live in there and you shall be protected. Do you need to understand one thing? The enemy is looking for you. The enemy is seeking to devour you, to kill you. It is his full-time job. He's looking for people that he may devour. Look at Matthew 23, 34 to 36. Everyone say, I have a choice. Everyone say, I have my own will. I pray all the time, you make the right choice. I pray all the time for my members, your will is right. You make, you use your will to make the right choice. Look at this. Therefore, indeed, I send you prophets, wise men, scribes. Some of them you will kill and crucify today. He sent pastor like me, teacher like Pastor Caesar or your pastor to warn you, to tell you. But they, these people, the children of Israel, will kill and crucify, and some of them you will scorch in your synagogues and persecute from city to city. These children of Israel make the wrong choice. They kill the servant of God, the representative of God. That on you may come all the righteous blood shed on the earth. From the blood of the righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, son of Berechiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. As surely I say to you, this is the word from the mouth of Jesus, as surely I say to you, all these things, what happened? Death, destruction, will come upon this generation. In other words, the curse will come on them because they were rebellious. They were killing the representative of God. It was a very terrible moment when Pilate, the governor of Jerusalem, washed his hand in the basin. And he said, I am not guilty. I am clean of the blood of Jesus on me. Why he said that? Because when the children of Israel in that generation, the Jews in that generation, shouted, 
Let His blood be on us. They let the Barabbas go, but kill Jesus, and they even shout, "Let the blood of Jesus be on us." It means we're gonna be punished. God gonna take care of that problem. Okay, look at verse 37. Look at what Jesus said. This is a key verse. Oh Jerusalem, oh Jerusalem, oh people in Seattle, oh members of New Hope International Church, oh Indonesian people, Thai people, Malaysian people, oh what else? Chinese people. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. The one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you are not willing. Jesus gave a picture of God as a parent hen. Or a mother hen, hovering over her chicks. Can a hen cover her little chicks? Can she? Have you ever seen that? That a hen put all the chicks under her wings. This is the picture. This is what God tried to teach us from the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ. On a farm, a mother hen lays the eggs and sit on them. Herself, then the chicks hatch, and they follow the mom from place to place. They scatter on the yard, scatter on around the place there. So I saw this in Hawaii many times. The hen walk, and a lot of little chicks follow around, and then suddenly a dog comes, and a dog want one of the chicks to be his lunch. So the dog walked in, and the hen saw that dog, and that hen makes some noise. I don't know how you make the noise. Okay. I just make it up. That hen say, "Come to mama, run quickly!" And all those chicks run to the feet and the legs of the hen, and that hen. Put up the wings, and then hover or close over all the chicks. No one could see all those chicks, and the dog back off because he doesn't want to deal with that hen. <laughs> hen look like this. Come, I'm gonna bite you. Is that right? God has put this nature into the chicks. They knew. When the mom say, "Come here," they all ran under the wing of the hen, the mama's hen. She covered them from being a lunch of a dog. My dear brother, sister, if you are an independent chick, you will not run like that. You think you can handle the dog yourself? You think you can handle the world yourself? You think you're so smart, you're so strong. I don't need the hen. I can. I am a big chick. But the devil is bigger than you. 
You are about to be somebody's lunch because you try to take care of yourself as a little chick. The safety of the chick depends on. Listen carefully. How completely and quickly he follows the commands or the call or the direction of the mama. How completely and how quickly he responds to the call of the mama. In certain circumstances. You have only one second to be saved. You don't even have time to figure it out. You don't have even have a time to what's going on. You don't even have enough time to think of your own way to save yourself. What do you need to do? Suddenly move into your hen, your mother, and put yourself under her wings, so that you shall not be destroyed. This is why. You know, one of the reasons I tell you, one of the reasons I love to lay hand on people. Some people come to my church. The first few months, I lay hand. It's like lay hand on the rock. They look at my eyes. Why? That's okay. I don't take it personal. But after three to four months, they are more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. They learn how to drink, learn how to receive the Holy Spirit quicker and quicker. Become more sensitive. Do you know that kind of sensitivity to the Holy Spirit or to the voice of your mother hen can save you from losing money, losing your life, get into a big car accident, and die too soon. Because if you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit in this meeting, you're going to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit when you are, while you're driving the car. You're going to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit while you're performing surgery. You can hear His voice. You learn how to hook up. You learn how to be sensitive to the touch, to the leading, to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. It may take a few months. Come first time, lay hand. You don't feel anything. Next time, by the hundred times, you get touched easily because you learn how to hook up to the Holy Spirit, and then you can be completely. And quickly respond to the Spirit of God to put yourself in the secret place of the Most High. Jesus said that He is the good shepherd, and He also said that there are also bad shepherds, the hiring ones, people who serve God for money. And those false shepherds will run away when the predator comes. They will run away. They serve themselves for money. They are not with the sheep, brother and sister. You need to be with the right pastor, who shall protect you, who will teach you, who will cover you with his anointing to protect you, because you don't know everything. How the young believer in this church is going to be protected? They don't know the Bible at all. They walk in. They just got saved two weeks ago. Who going to protect them? The shepherd. Pray for them. Cover them, pray, and God honor that principle. When you are under the shepherd, God will protect you under that man or under that pastor or teachers in the church. We need the good shepherd to protect us. Amen. If you are in the wrong place at the wrong time or with the wrong shepherd, you can be in trouble. We need to be under the wing of God, and the way God. Protect his people to send shepherd. You see, Jesus said that he sent what 
scribes, wise men, prophets, but they kill all of them. Today, we don't use scribes or, or these people anymore, prophets, but we have apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers in the body of Christ to protect God's people. Amen? Jesus was weeping. Jesus was, was moved. He said, how many times I send people to warn you, pass the law, preach again and again. I try to tell you again and again to my servant pastor to warn you. And you just, I want to shoot you, pastor. I don't want to smile to you. I don't like you. You talk too strong. I'm talking about today now, not in the time of the children of Israel. Come on, come to God. Come to be under protection. And you say, I don't care. And one day bad things happen. Dangerous things happen to you. Calamity happen to you. Oh, God is not good to me. Oh, this church. I have problems because I come to this church. But you forget that. You don't even listen. When the hen say, come, you just, I just stand around here. Who cares? You don't listen to the voice of your mama hen. You don't listen to the voice of your shepherd. And then you get into trouble. Amen? Look at chapter 24, verses 1 to 2. Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple. His disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? And surely I say to you, Not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Basically, the children of Israel in that generation rebelled against God, very stubborn. They did not want to listen to the voice of God and come to under the protection of God like a hen with a covering on them. They're so rebellious. They're so stubborn. What happened? The whole Jerusalem was destroyed. The temple was destroyed. They faced calamity. God did not protect them from the hand of the enemy. Can God's people be destroyed? Yes. Why? Because they missed the protection of God. Because they were so rebellious and stubborn and prideful, and they say, I don't care what you say. Should we be that kind of chicks? Should we be independent chicks? Should we run right away to God? This is my way of Christian life. Anytime I listen to good sermon, yes, yes, I do it. Yes, I obey. I never argue with God. I want to be good little chick. When mama say, here, there, I follow my mama. I follow my God, my shepherd. Amen? I will follow him all the days of my life. You don't need, when you follow your mama hen, mean God. You don't need to figure out why. You don't have to know the reason. You don't need to be billions and say, I know what to do. You don't have to reason out, figure it out. It doesn't have to make sense even. Okay, listen carefully. What he tells you to do, it doesn't make sense. You don't figure it out. You don't reason it out. You don't have to be very smart. You just listen and do it. Follow him. Mama hen, what do you do? 
You don't sit and why. Let me think. Let me examine the situation. After you think that for a while, the dog poop gone. The dog just grabbed you, and you will be killed because you think too much. Sometimes Christian life, you don't need to use reasoning. You just obey. Amen. John G. Lake, in his writing, he said that one day he was driving through the mountain pass, and suddenly the Holy Spirit told him, "Move out to the side, to the." Shoulder of the road, and he said, "I'm on the right lane." Okay, God, he argued a little bit at that time. I am the right lane. Why I have to move out on the shoulder? But God say again, "Move out right now." So he responded to his mother's hand. He moved his car out. This is a true story. And within a few seconds, a big truck. That truck, the brake lost its power. It broke. Could not control the truck. So it moved like that. And it came into his lane. He he think I'm legally right to be in my lane. I am smart enough to be in my lane. I don't do anything wrong legally. What's gonna happen to him? Dead. He will be having a head-on collision, and he will die on that mountain. Sometimes God tell you to do something is unreasonable, but you have to quickly, completely respond to the voice of the Holy Spirit. That's why, please, don't come against the laying on of hand. Don't come against the move of God. It's helpful to you to be sensitive to the spirit of the living God. Amen. I would like to read one last scripture: First Peter chapter five, verse eight. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a rolling lion. Seeking whom he may devour. The devil is seeking for people to kill, to steal, and to destroy. He will not see you if you are in the secret place. He cannot touch you if you are under the shadow of the Almighty. He cannot find you if you are in the shelter of God. He cannot even see you if you are under the wings of God. But this is the problem. Listen carefully. Why the Bible used the word sober and vigilant? These two important words. The word sober means self-control. The word vigilant means be alert, be on the watch, be awake and watchful. In order to protect, have the protection of God, you need to do your part. Not just believe that God is your protector. Not only to respond to the voice of your God completely and rapidly, run into His under His wing rapidly. But one more thing you need to do, actually two more things. You need to be vigilant and sober. Some people are not sober; they are high. And drunk, either they're drunk with alcohol. Have you ever seen people get into a car accident when they get drunk? Yes, people die. Some people really have a bad damage. I have a lot of patients who are very sick because of the car accident, and no matter what I perform surgery, they're still sick because it's serious damage to their body in the accident. Some of people drunk and out high. This is the problem if you are not careful. 
if you want to be led by the Spirit, if you need to hear the voice of your mother's hand, if you want to be in the right mind to be led by God, to run into under His wing, you need to be sober. In other words, you need to be self-controlled. You should not be drunk and high with power, money, position, alcohol, drugs, anything. You control your flesh. I'm not going to love money more than God. I've seen so many Christians who lost everything because they love money so much, and they invested in the wrong way. They cheated God, and eventually they pay the price because they're drunk with money. Some people are drunk with pride, with power, with position, and when you're drunk, you cannot hear God very well. When money control you, when alcohol control you. When position control you, when fame and position control you, you cannot hear God because your mind is all about money. It's about position. It's about yourself, about your flesh. And not only that, you are not awake because you're so drunk. You are not alert. So the devil come by and pop, because you are not vigilant. You are not sober. Everyone say sober. Self-control, watchful, be on the watch, awake, alert. I'm so thankful for the armed forces. Somebody stay up all night watching the radar to make sure that other country will not send the nuclear missile into America. Watching radar 24 hours. We should be watchful all the time. What's going on? We should be awake, alert, self-control, so that we can be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and we will not be destroyed. Amen? I like the word in 1 Peter 5, 8, this word. The devil walk about like a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may devour. English language is more clear than other language. May devour. What does it mean? It means that somebody will be devoured. But somebody will not be devoured. May mean may happen or may not happen. The Bible does not say the lion will devour everybody. No, he may. So I want to be in the group, that he cannot devour me. I don't want to be in a group of Christians that he can devour me. How can I protect myself from being devoured by the devil? I have to practice all these things that I learned in this lesson. Is that right? The devil is looking. He's seeking. He's searching for Christians who are weak, who are rebellious, stubborn, prideful, did not listen to the Holy Spirit, he looked. And if I has a chance, have you seen pastor fall, commit adultery, cheating money, pride, position? Those pastors are drunk with power and money, are drunk with women, with sex. And the devil look at it, ha, 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 ha. 
he opened himself. God tried to warn them, "Don't do that." They say, "I don't care," and the devil come in, destroy that pastor, that destroy that family, because they don't listen to the voice of the mother hen. They're too prideful to listen to God. I pray that our members here and all the leaders, we are very dependent chicks. We are obedient chicks. We are submissive chicks. Surrender chicks. When God say, "Come," what do you do? When God say, "Come under my wing," we don't have to think, we don't have to argue, we don't have to reason. Just run in to be with Him, so that we can run the whole race. We will not die soon. We will not fall, losing marriage, commit adultery, losing our children into the world. We can finish our race. We can die old at the old age, good days, like Job, like King David. They're old; and they die at old age, because they love the Lord, then obey the Lord. I want that way. Amen. Amen. And I want all of you to be that kind of group of Christian that the devil cannot devour you. You listen to God. You are not drunk and high with money and other things. You are sober and vigilant. You are self-controlled, and you are very awake, alert all the time. Do you know why I preach sermons so strong every Sunday? Do you know that? You know why? I never come to sermon on Sunday and say something just, just tickle your ear. I want to make you awake. I want to make you alert all the time, all the days of your life. The pastor has a job to wake up, stay awake, because if you sleep, the devil kill you. The devil is real; he would get rid of you. Amen. Hallelujah. Everyone say under covering. Everyone say under his wings. I dwell. In the secret place of the Most High, God's power is hovering over me. He is my wall. He is my refuge. He is my shade. He is my protection. He is my God. I love Him. Lord, teach me to be sensitive to the voice of God. And I promise you, Lord, when you tell me to do something, when you warn me, when you call me, I will respond in one second. I'm not an independent chick. I'm a submissive chick. I surrender to you. I want to live a long life. I want you to protect my money. My health, my, health. 
my coming, my going, my family, my kids, my church. I need your protection. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.